Hello again, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Jason Powers. I'm going to do a pretty long broadcast on our lovely new bill that we got passed in Congress. Uh, it was a 5,593-page bill. Some have tried to wiggle room this into a bifurcated bill because of the fact that uh, it was an omnibus bill for spending through next year and what have you. Um, it's, it's a crap bill. <laughs> we all know it. If, if anybody, if anybody went on the Twitters uh, recently, they would see how many people are outraged over this, uh, both on the left and the right, because in fact it's just basically them telling us that you're worth six hundred dollars, and that's all. That's all you really worth to them. Uh, meanwhile, so money was sent to Asia in the amount of one point four billion, Egypt in the amount of one point three billion, Sudan seven hundred million. Ukraine, $453 million. Israel, a half a billion. Burma, $135 million. Nepal, $130 million. Cambodia, $85.5 million. Pakistan, uh, $25 million. <laughs> uh, Trump should veto this, even though Congress, uh, they have uh, in the House, it was 359 to 53. In the Senate, it was 92 to 6. So they overwhelmingly supported this. Uh, of course, it's 5,000 pages. To put it in perspective, I mean, one of the congressmen who, uh, or not congressmen, but senators, uh, Mike Lee, who I'm not really a fan of at all, uh, was printing it out and he did a little video and he talked about how, you know, it's 5,593 pages and he got it about two hours and then he was supposed to, uh, two or three hours beforehand, he was supposed to read this, read through this. And, and nobody can read through this. There's, there. If you're reading, let's just say you read 100 pages an hour, it's going to take you 56 hours to read this. You know, that's a full work week. You know, that it means it's going to take you two weeks to process this kind of information. And, you know, and that's assuming you, you actually sit there and that's reading it. That isn't analyzing it. That's just reading it, reading it through, you know, word for word. I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. First of all, every, there was so much uh, crapola that was dumped into this bill. And you realize that most of these congressmen don't don't write the oh I mean they what they do is they have these pet proposals and they put them in their desk drawer and their staffers and their underlings and the lobbyists and all these other people that's who really writes these bills is people that you don't elect uh, and congressmen do uh, attribute are attributable to that uh, but they they just sneak in all these stupid ideas they patch it, package it up. And everybody says, well, we each of us got a little something, so therefore I can agree to it. And it's 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 and there's so much there's gender study stuff in it. There's uh, helping people over across the uh, all all over the world do other things besides uh, actually, you know, having a good life or or anything. The point is, is uh, this was a Corona relief package. And instead, it's a it's a just a slap in the face. Um, I wrote a little article and I'm just going to read the first paragraph of it. Uh, Congress, uh, they despise you so much, and they do. So in a Christmas fit of maintaining the status quo behavior of the past 40 years, both houses of the U.S. Congress passed a bifurcated yet seamless 5,593-page bill to provide the average American citizen $600 in relief. This suffices to them as they curb stomp your businesses, your freedoms, and your agency or running your life into oblivion for a coronavirus, a.k.a. a flu. These elected representatives, the ones you just voted for, again, in 2020 election. That election, 
the paragon of virtuosity, according to the very highest sources inside the D.C. Beltway, went off without a single illegal vote. It was the most secure election ever. And there you have it. I mean, that I mean, obviously, there's some hyperbole in there at the end, but I think you can get the gist of how I feel, you know, about this whole situation. Uh, Yeah, they're just they're just they're just working you. They're they're literally saying to you, hey, we don't really care about you at all. We we just assume a step on your freedoms and here's six hundred dollars and you can go get go get bent. Uh, I could use other more foul language there, but yeah, that's what they're telling you to do. They're saying, go away, peon. We don't need you. You know, oh, by the way, um, so there is some employment, uh, unemployment relief in here. So yeah, there's there's like $200 a week or something like that. It's just, they're just throwing crumbs at people. And meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, there's a immigration part. So if you've come here recently uh, from another country, uh <laughs> say, south of the border, if you've uh, managed to somehow get on the rolls, uh, you can you can get the uh, retroactively, you can get the 1200 bucks that we got back in April uh, from our government. That's what they think of you. They're more willing to buy votes outside of this country than they are to help the people that actually are making this country, who have made this country. People who, whose families have been here for, you know, 20, 30, 100 years, 200 years, 300 years. doesn't really matter how long you, but this way, the reason why a country, uh, a country's identity and culture is so important <laughs> is the fact that uh, without it, uh, it's just chaos. There's uh, other countries around the world, they, they have to respect their own culture. We're supposed to respect their own culture. And we've had idiots in Washington for the last 40 years who have just desecrated this country and they're desecrated. They, they've done terrible things overseas. Admittedly, both sides, Democrats and Republicans, they're, they're both evil. They've been selling us out this whole time. It, this isn't news. This isn't even new news. It, it's just more and more visible with every passing day under uh, Donald Trump, because they've spent so much effort, so much energy making him the blame for everything. And yet he isn't. He is not the, 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 he is the effect. He is not the cause. He's the effect as in he has pointed out how, how depraved these people are and how uh, reprehensible they are and how they, they treat people. Uh, it just it treat us, the American citizen. I mean, did you come to this country? If you've come to this country recently. Uh, did you come here to uh, escape something? Or did you come here uh, because, you know, you just say, hey, America looks like an easy place to go. I mean, you came here for opportunity. You came here because you could start over. You came here because it has freedoms that were supposedly secured by a constitution, which they've wrecked in the last, this past year has been nothing but how can we trample on people's rights? And in and, and using the excuse of, oh, you know, we had this social justice outrage. I just did an analysis on that. You know how many people, uh, I mean, the police have trampled on rights. Yes, that's that's not an issue. They've done it. They're done it because they're, they just follow orders. They're mindless drones. They may know it's wrong, but they won't do anything against it because they get paid money to do what they do. Uh, you know, they want a paycheck. So they'll listen to their idiotic politicians at the local, state and federal level because that's what they've been told to do. Follow order, follow instructions. 
and they don't have enough gumption or balls to, to go against that fact. Um, the ones that are the isolated in, in, incidences that have been trumped up by the media out here to make things far, far worse are just an excuse. They're, they're, exploit, they're exploiting dumb people. They're exploiting dumb responses because young, impressionable, idiotic people, they are idiotic. I was an idiot at 20 years old. These 20-year-olds these, these are even more idiotic uh, because they've been pumped through, pumped through conditioning, through education, through media. They've been taught to resent their country. I didn't resent my country at 20 years old. I thought there were things that were wrong in my country, but I didn't resent and hate my country. Now they're taught that. That's, <laughs> that's 20, 30 years of uh, socialist, communist teachings. And you know who the teachers are. If you really pay attention, you need to just do a root cause analysis and go look at them and you'll understand why you get got all the hatred on the coast and in these liberal cities, which they're pushing. They're pushing things that we're not even aware of, especially if you're not a, uh, a parent, which I'm not. So I don't I mean, it's not a, a, a keen focus of mine to understand what the educational systems are doing. But God bless I saw something recently. It just, it, you know, they want to, they want to turn, they want to make these uh, kids into little basket cases. You know, they're triggered by everything. They got these little morons running around thinking that they're, they're, they're flawed. They're incapable of doing anything on themselves. And I call them little morons because they're training them to be morons. They're training them to be uh, unable to handle life as it is. They're training them not to be, independent they're training them to be dependent um it's just it's mind-boggling i'm going off on that side rant because that's why you get these congress people doing the stupid ass shit that they do it's the reason why they put stupid ass stuff in their bills because they try to cater to all their extremist groups and all the people who come to them and knock on the door and constantly harass them you know the average citizen doesn't really pay that much attention to what goes on in congress but since the average citizen now is having to sit at home or being told, you know, you need to go on lockdown or, you know, your small business, you need to just shut that up because it's it, it, it it's going to cause the spread of a virus. Meanwhile, Amazon and Lowe's and Target and all these big box stores can stay wide the fuck open. And they think, oh, well, you have to put a mask on. Well, the mask is not going to do shit for you if you've got your hands all over everything and everybody else is coming behind you and touching stuff. It's idiotic to think that that's going to make any difference at all. And not only tra- if it transfers aerosol through the air, guess what? The mask doesn't cover your eyes, so you don't have a you don't have a facial protector. Which, of course, if we mention that, then the, then the next thing I you know, everybody needs to get in a hazmat suit and go to go shop. But that isn't the, the you see the idiocy of this all this. It's bullshit, and we've been locking ourselves down. They're trying to bankrupt the United States of America. And they're and they're and they're uh, enlisting you idiots that are on the coast to do it. I mean, I hate to break that break that to some of the liberals and the Republicans are just as evil. They're doing it internally too. I'm living live in the state of Indiana and they're doing it right here right now. They're just as they they. I was uh I finally turned on the TV and watched uh, uh actually Pluto TV and they had a broadcast and they were talking about Indiana and I was like, oh, we have a massive we're having a massive crisis. Everybody needs to stay inside and do this and do that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the messaging is just just pure manipulation. People are not stacking up and dying all over the place. I'm tired of hearing about crybaby 
primarily medical professionals talk about how they're overloaded and everything is. Huh? I've heard so many of I've heard that story from the media that it, it, it's 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 so it's so isolated if it even happens. And matter of fact, there's been there's actually less hospitals that are currently open than there were two years ago. And there's like 60, 6,500 hospitals uh, at current, at currently that are open in the United States of America, 6,500 throughout the country. That's not called medical center. Those are actual hospitals. And two years ago, it was like 6,600. So we've had 100 hospitals shut down. Why? Capacity, financial, bankruptcy, who knows? Bought out, et cetera. Under this little pandemic thing, uh, they're, they're benefit, they benefit more from putting you on a, a respirator or whatever. They get like $44,000 to put you uh, in, a, in a hospital and put you on a ventilator. And then they've, they've killed people doing this stuff because they don't know how to, one, uh, there's a, there, the whole concept of that whole uh, hookup is, has, is highly sensitive. Plus, they're doing it to older persons who already have a problem with breathing and respiration, and their immune systems are compromised, and they're basically killing them. And they know it. Uh, or at least they 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 have a, a inkling that that's happening. So you have nurses and doctors that are just so idiotic anymore that they don't understand how to uh, manage medical care whatsoever. And they'll use they'll say, "Well, you're not a doctor. I don't know anything." It's like, uh, "Yeah, but I I know basic common sense." Uh, the idea is you should introduce something that's more harmful to the patient than what the actual disease is, and it just. It's just stunning where we're at in this country. I mean, I'm, I'm ranting uh, this this out because um, it's been a long time coming. I'm sick of hearing about Gates. He got, oh, by the way, he got $3.36 billion in this coronavirus bill for vaccines. Fuck his vaccine. There, I said it. He, Him and the rest of the idiots that are pushing this stuff According to a, uh, new reports, there's a new strain out there. So this vaccine won't even work on that. That's the reason why vaccines are so inept. They're not. They're poor. They're just stupid. They're loaded up with junk. Uh, there's no way to know what the response is. The effectiveness rate is low uh, for the most part. Even the um, whatever um, Multiple medical outlets have always uh, put vaccines uh, effectiveness at 50 or 70 percent at max, at max. Despite what the Pfizer and uh, Moderna reports are, which are a joke, because I've actually went through the study and there's significant adverse events. Uh, You're going to puke. You're going to vomit. You're going to have chills. You're going to get everything. You probably uh, might even get worse than what the coronavirus is. Plus, you don't know what the long term impact is to your your body and your immune system. Because many times vaccines, if you get a vaccine, it masks your ability, your immune system's ability to respond to uh, diseases uh, or flus in particular. So the viral load can spread, it can build up, build up uh, inside of you because the vaccine masks it a little bit. And the next thing you know, you have this, your, your immune system doesn't trigger the way it's supposed to. And you're suddenly overcome by a, a, a drastic illness and you die. And that's, that's part of part and parcel to why vaccines are not as safe as they try to crack them up to be. And this, this, it's a medical hustle. Even Gates knows it. He knows it. 
That's how sociopathic he is. He's worried about getting this 20 to 1 return on the ratio on investment because by he's getting the government to finance his vaccine push. $3.3 billion. You know how much money that is? That's a lot of damn money. He get he last year he only got two point seven billion from Warren Buffett. Oh yeah, Warren Buffett funds Bill Gates to the tune of like two and a half to three billion dollars per year over the last decade. I think the the total I had was running was like two twenty eight point five billion dollars since two thousand seven. He basically backstops Bill Gates on his march to his quest to own all the medical field. He owns all these outlets. I'm just getting off on a rant here, but. That is part and parcel to this Corona bill. That's part and parcel of why Congress is so uh, manipulated and contorted. And Gates is so far in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. He's a, he's another asshole that's, you know, uh, he goes overseas. He talks to C- CGTN TV in China. He's done interviews with the, the uh, interviewers there. I mean, he's going around the world acting like he's in charge of this stuff. Who appointed him? I didn't appoint him to do this. Did I, I mean, and it just boggles the mind that we listen to this a-hole. And he's he's in bed with World Economic Forum's Klaus Schwab, who's who's pushing this great reset. He put out the final put out the uh, the final paper in June of 20, uh, 2020. Uh, this was after them planning and manipulating. They've been manipulating all the entire world to do this, especially in the Western world. China is open. China is doing their thing. Do you think they care what anybody thinks of them? No, they're an authoritarian government. They'll do whatever they want. We're, we're, we were an open society that had been subverted by these assholes. Matter of fact, if I, if I was president, I would send all the Chinese people home ASAP. I'd yank their fucking passports. I'd yank their idiot. I'd send them on a plane, put them on a boat and say, you're going home. Bye. Never going to see you again. Strip them of their strip them of their tuitions while they were here too. Chinese wants to get into a war. Let's get into a war. Let's get make them make them regret that they ever messed with us. They've done it to everybody. They've done it to the Italians. They did it to the Spanish. They did it to the British. I mean, they're evil. I'm that's how mad I am right now about them. They go around the world and they've sent two million spies out and they're infiltrating all our institutions. And they're pa- passing off their propaganda as they're the, like this good, a wholesome, oh, we had this long history. We've never done anything harmful. They killed 60 million people in their, in, in, from 1958 to 1965 through the Great Leap Forward. Notice again, Great Leap Forward, Great Reset. Do you need a, do you need a, a roadmap to figure this out? This is the same thing they always try to push. It's pure communism. And then they had their cultural revolution in the mid-60s where they were harassing. They used students, go figure. They used young, exploitable people to do their bidding for them. The cultural elites, the top-down, they, they pumped out their propaganda. They got the kids all stirred up. They sent them out. They, they shamed people, that dissidents, anybody that didn't go along with the party line. They killed a few million people off. And then they finally, to get the kids to settle down, they brought in the military and cleaned them up, you know, rinse and repeat. This is what they're trying to do in this, this country right now. If they, if they take over our country, which they will, they're bankrupting us because we're bankrupting ourselves because of policies. I mean, you just had Bill de Blasio out in uh, 
uh, New York City, for example, he said, uh, let me get let me tell you the tell you the straight out. He said this. He said this is about redistribution of wealth. He said that mayor of New York City. He said this is about redistribution of wealth. Now, how in the world do you get to be the mayor of the chief financial center of the United States of America? The, you know, the largest city in the United States and you run it like a run it like a third world shithole because you're a communist. And that's exactly what he is. He needs to be removed from office ASAP. I mean, the, these people are just malevolent. They have no concept of what it is, that it, what it is to have a society that works. They think capitalism sucks. It doesn't. Just capitalism requires competition and they don't like competition. And they don't like free markets. All the people that are out on the West Coast who who have uh, developed these great technologies, as soon as they could get a, a market advantage, they use Congress to shut the door on bar- uh, create barriers to entry so that nobody else can compete with them. It's the same thing, and they're so far left too. I mean, Google, Amazon, you name it, they're all in the same same cahoots. They use their power of market or power of what do you call it economies of scale to to push push down on the, all the rest of us because they have such a huge uh, market footprint once they get it they don't want anybody competing uh, competing with them so they're the ones that are causing all these problems and they align with congress they align with power authorities they use uh, they use their little uh, and then they start indoctrinating people uh, towards their social ideology they think, oh, this one big happy, I, it, it's all about, uh, they're thinking they can create this one world unit, unified structure. This world is enormous. To think that one policy should unite this entire world is preposterous. We can we could handle conflicts. We could actually eliminate a lot of conflict, conflicts if we would just allow people, allow people to do their own individual actions. This whole, uh, for example, this whole coronavirus has been nothing but human intervention, lockdowns, mandates, suddenly stripping people of their individual rights, uh, basing all their uh, basing all their uh, decisions on quote unquote science. That isn't science; it's junk, and we know it's junk. Neil Ferguson is another hack that keeps on running his fucking mouth. He needs to shut up. He keeps on over there. He's like, oh, this next strain could be the big one. He's been he's been fear mongering for 20 years. He did it with the avian flu. He did it with the swine flu. He did it back in 2001. This idiot doesn't need to be listened to. Ignore his ass. <sighs> People like that just drive you up a wall because they, they, they literally are tra- propagating fear porn. This world would not be running, <laughs> would not run as bad as it does. If it wasn't for all the malevolence of people who think that they know better than everybody else does, and they want to, they they use their they use their positions of money and power and greed, and they always are manipulating behind the scenes. Don't think the Rockefellers and the Gateses and the Klaus Schwabs and the Borises and the anybody and yeah, Trump can be a part of that too. He he knows that cabal. Let's put it that way. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to convict him because he's been trying his damnedest to try to hold a country together while being thwarted at every turn. I don't I, I see him as somebody who's just an ordinary businessman who made a big success. Granted. And do you think he's totally pure? No, 
Of course not. He's a JFK Democrat. I only go off on that side rant just to let you know that no, I'm not I'm not gonna sit I'm not divorced from reality. He's done a lot of stupid things. For example, this vaccine, totally against him on the vaccine. I've made that abundantly clear through people that know people who know him um, to let him know that pushing this vaccine uh, rollout is nothing but idiocy. And uh, if you want to take the vaccine, go ahead. I don't have to, and I'm not going to. The last time I took a shot was in 1998. I'm using my personal experience. I was in the United States Navy. I didn't have a choice because in the United States Navy, once you're locked in, once you're in uh, sign, once you sign the dotted line and you enter the military service, they own your ass until they discharge your ass. You sign a contract and you obey the contract. The United States government, you can't you can't uh, quote unquote say, no, bro, I'm not interested in that contract anymore. They'll say, OK, then you're dishonorably discharged. So anyway. I get a shot while I was in boot camp. I don't know what it was. I don't know what was in it. Uh, I think uh, they said there was some uh, bicillin or it, it was a it was a particular shot. Within hours, I was sicker than shit. I was puking my brains out. And when I puke, you know I'm puking because I I am a very let's just say I I'm a very energetic vomiter, uh, <laughs> to say the least. And and so and then I came down with a fever. I was pain all over for the next uh, day and a half. I was just miserable. And that's what I got for taking a shot in the Navy. It was instantaneous response. So that should tell you something. Not everybody is cut out for these things, you know, and I'm not going down that rodeo again. Uh, Anybody who sits there and says, oh, I'm going to line up for a flu shot. Well, that's good for you. Maybe that's something you've done every year. I haven't. I haven't gotten a flu shot my entire life aside from what I got in the Navy. And I may have gotten shots when I was uh, 1972. God only knows what they put in me, but I have—I don't know the record on that. My mom is not alive, so I don't know what uh, she would tell me about whatever vaccination schedule I have. But I know since at least the late 70s, I have, I've only gotten that one particular shot. Um, so I, I'm, <laughs> and I'm not afraid of needles, by the way. Uh, I get plasma on a regular basis, so it isn't a needle thing. It is not about getting stuck. It's about what I get stuck with. Uh, there's a there's a difference there. Um, so going back to this bill, I guess uh, there's just a there's just a shitload of crapola, and it's got me animated because um, you know I, I, on my Twitter feed I say he should uh, he should just have a press conference and say short but sweet. You know, here's all the stupid crap that's in it. Um, we should avoid this thing at all cost. Um, I mean, he should just go ahead and veto it. Uh, that would be uh, that would be to me the best thing he could do. Um, but will he? Will he do it? Um, I doubt it. I mean, I'm sitting here looking to see what the what he's what the news is last hour. I'm gonna have to go see if he's actually signed it because somebody will also. Posted online. Um, I don't see it yet. Um, it would be nice if I uh, would hear, hear uh, um, that he stopped it, but I doubt it. I doubt if I'm going to hear that. It's just reprehensible to me that we're in this, st- this stage in our society where we're willing to um, 
just take money from Congress, which is this is our money. Here's another little fun fact about taxes. Okay, so if you pay, pay, let's just say in an average year, say you make hundred, let's just say you make hundred thousand dollars. I I laugh because I've never never done that. So anyone who sits there and say I'm rich, I'm not. Um, I've made seventy thousand dollars in a year. Okay, there's my there's my top end, but we'll just say hundred thousand for round numbers. And you pay in, let's just say you pay twenty percent in taxes. So twenty thousand dollars. So you pay $20,000 into taxes. That money goes to the government. Okay. So it goes to all these expenditures. And we already know that the expenditures are greater than the amount of taxes you take in. But let's just say, for example, the government you know, says for whatever reason, uh, you need to get some of your money back. Or they send they, they, they distribute it to people who made less than you. That's fine. They distribute that money. We know that that happens on a, on a ratio of roughly... For every person who's paying into taxes, roughly the same amount of people are, are getting money that didn't pay into anything into taxes. doesn't mean they didn't ever pay any taxes anywhere. It just means that they didn't pay any federal taxes in. Uh, at least, you know, they didn't make enough money and the government didn't a- acquire, require them to pay any more taxes in. So your money is going through them. But they're playing, they're basically, they're, the, the size of your government uh, is driving the amount of taxes you uh, you pay in. That's the key. So we have about 2 million federal employees, and that's aside from the military. But just say the 2 million, and believe me, the military people don't get paid shit because I was in the military, I can tell you that. Uh, but the, the GS-13s and 12s and everybody who's in D.C., they're getting paid a crap load of money. Some of them get paid $90,000, $100,000 a year to do substantially nothing but push paper around. That's how your government works. They make they have a lot of make work jobs. They have a lot of undersecretaries and they have, of course, the office staff. And I know all of those people think they're very important. Of course, self-justification of your job is very, very, uh, uh, you know, what's in it for me? Everybody's going to be self-interested. We know that. But you've got these two million people that work in Washington, D.C. area, in Virginia, in Maryland, in federal uh, offices throughout the country, you know, satellites, but they're the federal government. So what do you think that's worth to us? I mean, what are those 2 million people getting paid if you start doing the math on on all the money you send to them? You know, all the United States Americans, the United States of America has 2 million people. So one out of 150 citizens, roughly, because we have about 300, actually we have 330 million people in this country now. Uh, a little bit over that, probably about 333, but whatever. So you got 2 million federal employees. So one out of 150 people that you meet are federal employees. But of course, unless you're close to Washington, that number gets, the closer you get to Washington, the more, the higher that ratio is. Um, What do you think, you know, you think of that ratio. What do you think of how much money that we ship off to Washington for these people to uh, run our country into the ground? And oh, by the way, they're getting money from fueled from other uh, sources. For example, Bill Gates uh, from 2011 through 2017 sent nearly uh, five billion dollars to Washington, D.C. locations to different outlets and resources, think tanks and whatnot. Don't you? If, If he's doing it, who else is paying for all these think tanks and K Street lobbyists and everybody else? I mean, the money is just flowing into D.C. to buy off them to do whatever it is that they want them to do. And one of the biggest things they want to do is undermine our entire country 
and to get us all at odds with each other. As much as I can't stand what the liberals do on the coast, a lot of them don't have any other choices because the only people they're ever to, uh, told to vote for is somebody who pushes a social policy and says, oh, we can make so much more if we, we just unite and, you know, we should be for the uh, the environment and we should put this stupid plan together to save the world, blah, blah, blah. And of course, it sounds good. It especially sounds good to 18 to 24 year olds who who are looking to be active in something. And they're 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 led by the nose to told told that they're doing the right thing by following this. They don't have a lot of independent thinking anymore anyways, because they're not taught any independent thinking. They're taught to, you know, be activists. They're taught to be little Greta Thunbergs. And that's the only way they're going to get attention, especially at that age. They want attention. So these politicians just shove them that shove that crap down their throat uh, locally. And those politicians are being reinforced to do that because they're getting paid off, you know, whether it be the Chinese uh, Communist Party, whether it's, uh, um, you know, obviously the international, um, you know, committees, the UN, you know, there's always cutouts. You know, we don't we don't even know the depth of I mean, we don't know how how deep the malevolence is. But, you know, there was a broadcast uh, guy who put this video back up. So Nancy Pelosi, I'll use her. She's endemic. She's she's a she is as swampy as they get. So in about 2006, uh, she uh, bought stock in Visa or 2008 it was 2008, March 20, uh, 2008. Uh, coincidentally, the same time Bear Stern collapsed. So Visa, um, she bought uh, an IPO for Visa, I think $44 a share. And there was a bill that was going through the House at the time regarding Visa and its uh, stipulations, and she put a kibosh on that, or uh, stalled it, or you know, slow walked it. And um, I forget the name of the guy uh, that works. Uh, Steve, I can't remember the name, but works for sixty minutes. Asked her a, a, a pointed question in a press conference, and she just dismissed him out of turn, just pushed him aside. You know, he 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 mentioned it to her, and she says, "I don't want you, you know, you're you're laying out a false premise and all this other kind of stuff." Well, you know, as it turns out later on. So within a week, that stock jumped up to 66 bucks a share. So it was $20 difference. And she had uh, bought like 5,000, there was 5,000 shares. So she made $100,000 there. Now, I know that doesn't seem like much, but $100,000 for uh, supposedly a sitting congresswoman who, who's what, what's her current salary? Like $185,000 a year, the Congress people. Why is it that people go into Congress they're making one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars a year. Let's just say they work. Let's say they're elected five times. So over a course of ten years, they made one point eight million dollars off of us, the U.S. citizen. We pay their salaries, one point eight million dollars. Let's just say because of D.C. and travel and stuff like that. Let's just say they saved maybe, you know, a half million dollars of that. Somehow they saved a half million dollars. That's being very generous. We come to find out that their personal wealth are. 10, 20, 50 times higher than that. They're worth 25, 50 billion dollars or they get a book deal or something. And book deals are just a, a, a just a, a, a wise wise ass little cover. There's nobody's reading their fucking books. I mean, yeah, there are some liberals out there that'll read read what uh, Barack Obama's got to say, but let's be honest. If you've gone to the bookstore and seen the books sitting there, do you see them moving like hotcakes? No. They sit there for months. And then they slowly, then all of a sudden they get moved off the shelf. It's a hustle. 
They know that. The people that have purchased, those books are bought already. Yeah, they sell, they can sell them, but uh, the money's already gone, transferred to the politicians. I, mean, I understand they'll say those as their advanced book deals and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, but nobody nobody really gives a damn what these people do. And, and the debt that they, I mean, there's, <laughs> what it is, is just a money flow. It's a money hustle. And they use those, they use those little instances to make money. And they're bought. All these politicians are bought. Republicans too. This isn't just about dem- uh, Democrats or liberals or nowadays you just call them socialists. Um, <laughs> it's it's about the whole the whole cacophony of congressional, D.C., state, federal, local level parasites who keep on exploiting us and thinking that we're just going to keep on taking it. We may very well keep on taking it. If we do, we're over as a country. I mean, we might as well just stamp ourselves the the separated states of China, uh, you know, or uh, Taiwan light or whatever the hell you want to call us, um, because that's where we're heading if we don't do something about this stuff. And maybe that's maybe for some people, they they think it's going to be a good good times ahead. But um, I I'm I'm so over this anymore. Um, <laughs> I've ranted and raved for 37 minutes. Um, I don't know if this is going to get anywhere uh, further. Um, I'm going to leave it there because um, I'm just tired. I'm tired of complaining and ranting. But um, for my first long-term broadcast, I hope you guys will enjoy it. Um, I probably won't do this for a couple of days. So in the meantime, for those out there, um, I want you to have a very Merry Christmas. I want you to be happy for the things that you still have in your life um, that you can still hang on to. No, it's not over yet. Um, there's there's battles to be fought yet. Um, but just realize that like our um, like our ancestors and our predecessors in, in this country who went through, uh, you know, the gravest times and, and, and the gravest threats, you know, whether it be World War Two, whether it be uh, the Civil War, you know they had to they had to make some decisions, and of course the American Revolution, which led to our country. And despite what other people think, um, this country isn't based a based uh, on on a on a malevolence. It's based upon a, a on an idealistic hope that we could grow and continue to grow into a more perfect union and become a nation, uh, a place that people will respect. The problem is, is we've allowed too many people um, to come along and wreck that that uh, that vision. So I hope that you'll sustain the, the future uh, through your endeavors and become um, better souls in 2021. I hope you have a good new year. Thank you.